you know, as Christians, we have to understand and, and be real with where we are. That's what we have to see first, individually. And what where our mindset is and what we desire. Airing the Addisons. I think what God is really calling us back to, it's those individual personal revivals in our own lives where we're like, oh Lord, what have we done? We have minimized you. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. As the church, man, we should be on the forefront of making disciples, of indoctrination in godly things. If we don't train our kids, they will not be able to stand. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio, thank you so much for listening. Um, I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And Sweet Victory and J-Mac are on tap to help us navigate the show. Uh, We appreciate you listening. Today is the National Day of Prayer. uh, And and so we are going to uh, host a program where we invite you to pray with us. And uh, one of the ways that we want to do this, well, first let me just say this. We'll we'll open the phone lines up in a second here. Uh, I don't like to, um, you know, I don't like to make people feel like I'm trying to, you know, stifle their being sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit. But can I just say, when you open the phone lines and invite mm. uh, members of the body of Christ to pray, uh, there are a few things that we've got to keep in mind. Uh, it's a radio program. Yes, it is. Okay. Okay. So just, just <laughs> that right there. Uh, so we've got to be succinct and we've got to think through right. how we want to pray and be led by the spirit of God. But uh, we may have to jump in because again, it's a radio program, so we may have to go to breaks. We will have to go to breaks. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No maybes about it. We will have to go to break. Right. And just know that all across the country, people are listening and they want to agree with you. So uh, you're not just praying alone. There are other people who are joining in. So be um, be mindful, be aware of the manner in which you pray and be intentional and thoughtful and <laughs> I was going to say, be prayerful about how you pray. Like, just understand, <laughs> like, you, you, you know, yeah. uh, so, so we want to do that. And I feel like uh, it's one thing for us to talk about prayer, but it's something totally different for us to actually pray. I think it's much easier for people to talk about prayer and to talk about the great need that we have um, to pray, but to actually pray is something quite different. It and is. can it I is. say that's where the work is. Mm-hmm. That's where the work is. The work is not in lamenting, the fact that we don't pray in this country. It's not in lamenting um, empty churches when there is a call for prayer. It's not in that. That's, that's, that's not the work, you know, Um, the work is in actually prayer. Prayer is prayer. And so we're (laughs) going to do that today. But before we get into praying, we want to just remind you of why we need to pray. Like look at where we are in this country. I feel like we don't really need to do it. Um, because I, I feel like we talk about these issues so much, uh, but there are certain areas where we can see, man, just the manifestations of wickedness mm. where we are absolutely at the mercy of God. Yeah. We have been invited to pray. I mean, this should be very humbling to us that we have been invited to pray, to call on the Lord, to confess our utter dependence on him, that we we are insufficient of ourselves, like we can't do it. And and I think that that's been the shock for us in America because right. we are so much of a, you know, we are an independent driven or independence driven nation. Mm-hmm. And we have allowed that to infiltrate even um, our relationship with the Lord that we just, you know, we can do it. Mm. We can do it. Mm-hmm. And in this country, we have come to the end of that false sense of security. So now the cry is we can't do it. Yeah. We can't do it. There is 
um, just my goodness, yeah, per- perversion yeah. in our country that is a struggle sometimes to talk about. Right. You know, to say this is what's going on. But I think the more we have a picture of what we have done, you see this when there's a call to intercession, when you see um, uh, a collective repentance and confession of sin, there is the acknowledgement of what we've done, like why we stand um, as the objects of God's wrath. Like, what is it that we have done? We've invited judgment. What are the things that we've done? So a couple of things I want to do is we've got a few articles here I want to point out, um, you know, again, we need God's mercy Mm -hmm. in our country and, and, not just for one day. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, do we really, you know, I, 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 do we really believe that? You know, mm, do yeah. uh, do we really believe, you know, that we can't do it? You know, are we mm-hmm. really at that point? And I, and I would say that's a that's the best point to be if yeah. we have uh, dependence on God. Yeah. But I wonder, you know, I, I wonder, like, you know, even with the, the church, you know, are we recognizing where we are? And our dire need for God's intervention, you know, mm-hmm. um, I don't, I don't know, but that's that could be a prayer point in itself. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely agree with that, and I'm, I'm wondering if you've um, given some thought to how we get to that place where we really do believe that. Like, what I feel like we are consistently in this country being humbled by. Oh yeah. What to me is an indication that if we say we can do it ourselves, if we say we can be great without God mm-hmm. and we've lived that way, <clears throat> excuse me, we've lived that way in this country. We've lived the belief that we can be great without God. We've put God on par with country. Mm. So we say for God and country it's on the same line. Right. And and what we have not recognized is that when we say for God and country you know, we've we've made those two things exactly the same mm-hmm. and the Lord will not share his glory with a country. That's He's not right. going to share his glory right. with a nation. And so I've always said this and well, I say always from the moment that it started to bother me that people were putting God and country like on the same line. You know, I would say, OK, for God. OK, and mm-hmm. then for our country. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know what I mean? Like make right. sure that there's some daylight between the two so that we understand that it is the Lord who upholds the nation. It's the Lord who preserves the country. Like he, it's, 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 you know, they're not synonyms. They're not the same thing. We don't, we don't feel the same passion and conviction for the two, if you will, in the same way. At and this we is, shouldn't. A, we shouldn't, we right. shouldn't, this is called idolatry. Right. And, and the Lord, I believe what we are seeing is that even among those of us who fear God, we've kind of gotten these things out of sync. And, and I, I want to say this, I want to be very careful about this. I was reading an article over at the Christian post and talking about the national day of prayer and that there's a broadcast that's going to happen tonight, uh, eight Eastern. And, um, and you know, you can, you can tune in, but as I was reading the article and, and, you know, here goes Miki. Okay. Here goes Miki. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, People would say, well, Miki, are there just things that you could maybe look over? Like when you re- do you have to grab everything? Like, do you have to, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah, I could do that. I could do that. But um, that's not why you listen. <laughs> I don't think that's why you listen. I don't think you want me to just, you know, say the things that you just want me to say. Um, I think you listen because you understand that um, that my conviction is genuine. And when Will the Great and I are talking about these issues, like we're not manufacturing. Right. 
um, a conviction. Like it really does come from the word of God. So I was reading this article and I thought, ah, man, you know, I, I disagree with that. Uh, you're like an article on National Day of Prayer. Well, please let me unpack <laughs> what I'm talking about here. So just this what the headline was National Day of Prayer to reach 110 million households. Uh, we're praying for an awakening in America. Great. And the reason I grabbed the article is because I thought it'd be great to inform our listeners, let them know how they could participate, maybe uh, join in at this particular time. I do believe that there's there's something to us all praying collectively, joining together um, and and praying, being led by the spirit of God. Mm-hmm. So I thought, you know, I'll, I'll talk about that, but I'll just let me just read it. And uh, and then I'll tell you where I thought, let's caution here. OK, so the annual National Day of Prayer broadcast expects to reach nearly 110 million U.S. households through television, radio and online platforms this year. The annual broadcast, which will focus on James chapter five, verse 16, and the theme of praying fervently and righteousness will air for 30 minutes uh, tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern time on a variety of platforms. You can look that up. You can go to Facebook.com slash pray. Um, you can go to the National Day of Prayer Task Force website or you can go to pray.com if you want to participate in that. So the co-host of this year's National Day of Prayer broadcast is uh, a gentleman by the name of Reverend Samuel Rodriguez. Mm. He's a senior Mm. pastor of New Season Church. Okay. Mm. And president of the National Hispanic Christian Leadership Conference. Did we meet him out of town once? We did. Okay, I, I felt like I we did, like but I wasn't sure. Was... Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> it really, I think it was. So can you really call that meeting someone? I mean, we just we were forced. <laughs> we were on a box moving up. Uh, so I don't know that we, but we exchanged some words. Okay, so now it's coming back to me. So so he was talking about the National Day of Prayer and what it's important, uh, what what it's important for us to remember as we pray, and what we should be seeking. And and there are some points that he made that I thought were really great points, and 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 I agreed with. And then there was one area where I thought. Mm, if I if I if I were standing and talking with him and he said that to me, I would say, well, you know, I, I think this. And so I want to say that publicly. So here's here's what um, Pastor Rodriguez said, quote, we're praying for an awakening in America. Yes, we're praying for unity. Yes, we're praying for repentance. We're praying for hope. We're praying for truth to overcome the lies, for love to silence hate and for America's problems to become America's testimony. That's that's really poetic. That sounds really good. And I, I agree with all of those things. Um, as the article continues, Rodriguez said uh, he believes that there are two major issues plaguing American society as a whole. One, protecting children from um, architects of darkness. And I, I'm so glad that he you know, points that out because there is there is an all out attack mm. on our children. Yes. And, and, and that is very strategic on the part of the evil one. And then uh, the second thing he says is coming together in unity, coming together in unity. I totally believe that the unity that is supposed to be ours for those of us who are in the body of Christ is something we should fight for. Mm-hmm. I do not believe that this unity is something that we can all hope for just because in America we're supposed to unite. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, let me be very clear on this. I do believe that there is common grace present even among the unbelieving that allows for them to, one, be convicted that God is Okay, and you know that he is Mm -hmm. also to point to God's work, God's uh, mercy, his benevolence toward us who have not come to him. All of this man is without excuse. Romans one teaches us. So there is a there is a certain commonality of of moral expectation that we can all have. And we could call that unity 
But the Bible actually speaks of a unity of the spirit, right? Mm. So for, for Christians, there is a unity that we are called to that is of the spirit. So yeah. it can only be for those of us who have the spirit of God indwelling us. We are not called to unify with non-believers. Yeah. Now, there are some commonalities that are present that exist, uh, common grace, you could call it, that we can rally around. And, and, and again, this is given to man so that it is proven true <laughs> that man is without excuse, mm-hmm. if you will. So we understand what morality is even before we come to Christ. We have an internal and external register of what is right and what is wrong. So we can unite or we can unify a- around those common graces, if you will. But the unity that we ultimately seek when we talk about coming back to being unified in the body of Christ is a different call. It's a, it's a different rallying call because it is a pure and sincere and total unity because it's a unity of the spirit. Now, why do I say that's important? Because as our brother continues here, he says something that I think, man, I think this is what has gotten us into trouble as a nation. Mm -hmm. And I think, uh, I'm going to make my point and then I'll go back and I'll unpack it. So he talks about coming together in unity. And then he says, our children and our children's children, pardon me, are targeted by ideological and social constructs that are counterintuitive to God's purpose with respect to life. Agreed. We are so divided politically. We are so divided culturally. We're so divided ideologically. We must come together. So I agree with that up until this point. He says we must come together around the idea, the idea of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Mm. (laughs) And I got to tell you, I got to tell you. When I grew up in church, there were organs that would play. You know, when the preacher was making a good point, everybody, it was like, man, it was building. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm with you on this. Yeah, I'm with you on this. I'm with you on this. But then. You know, to say that we must come together around the idea of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, I'm going to tell you something. My, my problem with that statement is that the pursuit of happiness over and against the pursuit of holiness is the reason our nation is in the condition that it's in. You have to understand that that is not a biblical call. The pursuit of happiness is not a biblical call. The biblical call is to holiness. There's a big difference between pursuing your happiness and pursuing holiness. The pursuit of holiness would make us a better nation by far. The pursuit of happiness has caused us to exchange the righteousness of God and the truth of God for the lies we now embrace because the highest exportation or oh, I'm out of time. I'll take the break and I'll be right back. (laughs) God is infinite, imminent, yet he's intimate. He lets us into the center of his initiative. With great precision, the prophets recorded visions and prophecies that was given. The prophet is suffers written to reveal the Father's love for us. How he comforts and later how he would come for us. He sent the comforter because we needed his company. Currently, he's committed to cover us like a comforter. Yeah, teach us who Jesus is. The spirit is reaching and teaching, preaching what Jesus did. How he was dead from an act of treason, the weasel did. Beaten, led up to cook out the dying for me instead. To me, he did. Suffer, indeed, he did. It's nothing for me to give if nothing but me instead. In the scriptures, depict the picture to me that says, especially a special revelation that Jesus lived. Indeed, it is. Yeah. Welcome back to Aaron the Addisons. Mm, that's good. Welcome back. Uh, this is. Uh, 
American Family Radio. We appreciate you listening. Letting us spend this hour with you. Today is the National Day of Prayer. We're going to pray. We're just kind of setting up um, just to give you some ideas, some ways um, in which to think about how we pray today um, that we might hit the mark, uh, Mm -hmm. that we might, you know, pray, (laughs) um, being intentional about how we pray and thinking about what we're asking the Lord for our, our desperate need in this country. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll give the number. And so that we can start getting the calls queued up. Uh, if you are stirred in your heart and you want to pray, you can already see the things going on, but there are just a few more things I want to mention before we actually get into prayer. I know will the great has some things that he wants to share as well. So I'll just, will the great, you go right ahead. No, I just want to say that when we pray, we need to always understand who we're praying to and that he hears us. You know, something that has been uh, resonating in my heart, uh, especially in our corporate prayer meetings that we have with our fellowship, mm-hmm. is that um, if we're abiding in him, you know, he hears us. Like he, yes. he hears and he will answer our prayers. And in First John, it, it talks about, First uh, John 5, uh, I think 14 and 15, uh, th- that we can have confidence. This is a confidence that we can have in him that we know when... Basically, when we pray, that he hears us. That when mm-hmm. we call out, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, we, we know that we have the answers to those things that we're praying about. And I think when we go to prayer, um, pray to God, you know, it's, it should be, uh, there should be a confidence there. Not because of who we are. Not because mm-hmm. of, you know, how good we are and what we've done. That's right. But because we are abiding in the vine and we're, and we're in him. Amen. And he desires to do those things because our desires, hopefully, are his desires. You know, is is we shouldn't have our own, you know, uh, uh, things that we just want. You know, they should yeah, line up. Good. Yeah. You know, with what God wants. And some of the things I was thinking about, of course, is our nation and an awakening. Yes, we need yes. to pray for that. We need to pray for uh, the leadership in this nation. You know, mm-hmm. we need to pray for our pastors and ministry leaders. Yes. Like, uh, man, it just. I, I was I overheard a conversation somebody brought up that there are um uh pastors are are the, the number of pastors are, are going down basically. Mm, yeah. People yeah. like pastors are leaving the ministry like there's great fatigue and yeah. spiritual, emotional, mental fatigue among pastors. Yes. I was reading something the other day that that actually spoke to that. Go ahead. So I'm I'm saying we need to pray in that in that area that those Amen. who are called to be pastors that they would uh receive that call and that they would um you know, a minister like God is calling them to do, you know, yeah. because there, there can be great fatigue. And, and it's crazy because some of the fatigue and some of the reason was because of political issues and different mm-hmm. things that were weighing on the pastors. I'm like, yeah. man, wow. you know, um, but anyway, uh, for the body of Christ, for the church in general, like, man, the remnant, mm-hmm. uh, man, we need to pray. And also uh, for our marriages, families, our children. We know that. Yes. I mean, we talk about that all the time on this show. But how much prayer um, can we put into that, asking God to roll back the darkness, you know? Yes. And so that, those were just some things that I was uh, thinking about that we can, uh, that we should pray for. Amen. I agree with that. I'll open the phone lines. I'll give the number and mm-hmm. then we'll take a look at a passage of scripture and begin taking your calls on this, the National Day of Prayer, where we are inviting you to pray with us for our nation and all the things that concern us as believers living in 21st century America. The number is 888 888- Five eight nine eight eight four zero eight 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 five eight nine eight eight four zero. Not to stifle your prayer or or anything like that, but we just ask that you would be succinct and thoughtful as you pray, keeping in mind that it is a national radio program, and that there will be breaks, and that also there are other people who would like to join in and pray and pray with us. So mm-hmm. just keep that in mind. Eight 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 five eight nine eight eight four zero. Before we go 
to the phone lines and mm-hmm. begin queuing up calls, people who want to pray and intercede uh, on behalf of our, our nation, believers living in this country. Um, I want to remind our listeners about First Timothy, Paul's letter to Timothy, as uh, Timothy is a pastor in Ephesus, right? So he's the Ephesian church leader. And it's interesting in this first letter that Paul writes to Timothy, he's reminding Timothy of all the things that he's known, all the things that have been um, you know, prophesied about him, that he's fulfilling his call and, and what he's doing. But then also in verse three, this is first Timothy chapter one and verse three, he says, as I urged you upon my departure from Macedonia, remain on at Ephesus so that you may instruct certain men not to teach strange doctrines, which if that is summarized as the purpose of this letter to Timothy, then everything that you read after that kind of comes into a context where you're like, wait a minute, what kinds of things were they teaching that then the Apostle Paul, by the leading of the Spirit of God, has got to reinforce by telling Timothy again, mm, here yeah. are the, like everything, like everything after that, right? <laughs> yeah. Because he opens a letter saying, hey, don't let these guys teach false doctrine, right? Um, but then in, in chapter 2, verse 1, um, uh, the Bible reads this, 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1, First of all, then, I urge that entreaties, mm-hmm. <clears throat> entreaties and prayers, petitions and thanksgivings be made on behalf of all men for kings and all who are in authority so that we may lead a tranquil and quiet life in right. all godliness and dignity. One of the things that's interesting to me about this and just to give us a, a way to think before we get into praying. But one of the things that's interesting to me about this is that it's uh, four different or actually three different types of prayer Mm -hmm. that Paul outlines there. And then number four is also with Thanksgiving. And so the first one entreaties entreaties, these are requests that are based on our deep spiritual needs. So there's humility in that. Mm -hmm. So entreaties there's, there's humility present. It's it's based on a deep spiritual need. It's a, it's a, uh, it's an admission that there is insufficiency in you Mm. entreaties. Then the second one is prayer. And this is general request, right? So this is what, what are our needs? This is kind of like um, indicative of devotion to God. Like this is just how I live. I live a life of prayer. And then the third one is petitions. And this one is intercession. Mm-hmm. So it's intercession that's characterized by confidence in the one to whom you're praying. Interestingly enough, this word in that Paul uses here is the same word that the Hebrew writer uses in Hebrews chapter seven, verse 25 in describing what Jesus Christ does for us Mm. daily intercession. And then finally uh, Thanksgiving that there would be Thanksgiving. One of the things I want to say is that when we talk about prayer and intercession, our gratitude is not, only connected. And I don't, cause I don't want to be all like, you know, pious, like, Oh, we don't care about the answers. No, we do care about the answers. Right. We do. That's why we're praying. Right. But can I say that our gratitude, our thanksgiving is not solely connected to the outcome, to the answer, right? Our gratitude, which is why you can ask for all of this up front. You can ask for the entreaties, the prayers, the petition, and the thanksgiving all up front. How, how, because the thanksgiving is not dependent on what we get. Mm. The thanksgiving is dependent on the one to whom we are giving thanks. Yeah. So we know Amen. who God is. So whether or not things look the way we think they should look, we know who he is. So this is why we can do all of these things all up front. All right. So having said all of that, I don't know, Willie Great, was there anything else? No, that's that good. I'm... That's good. Okay. Okay. So can we, should we go to the phone lines now? Sure. 888-589-8840. Will the Great, where do we go? 
All right, let's go to Steve in Texas. Hi, Steve. Hi, thank y'all. Um, just want to start off by uh, just uh, thanking y'all for doing this. And uh, Heavenly Father, I just uh, come to you today, God. Just um, we, my wife and I, have been praying and fasting about this for for it seems like several months now, and it's just the timing of all this is just impeccable. That the mm-hmm. Addisons have been talking about the the church uh, and just the repentance that's needed, the the admission of sin, God, in the church, so that we actually know what to repent from, God, the mm-hmm. calling out of sin and labeling the sins that you do in the Bible. You don't you don't pull any punches. You clearly define what sin is, God, and mm-hmm. we've gotten away from that in our church. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lord, we're we're baptizing people in our church that are that are homosexuals, Lord. We're mm-hmm. baptizing people in our church that are living in fornication, God, and, mm-hmm. and saying they're married, and we're saying at that point that we didn't know. We didn't know when it speaks to me, Lord, that, that we're not discipling. We have no idea who's sitting in our church, God. Mm-hmm. That's why I feel like my mission field is now my church, Lord. Um, I just uh, I just pray, God, that we wake up, that, uh, that, uh, that that's just a reflection of what, how we're it's just a reflection of where we're at in our church, where we're at in our society, God. That uh, we're not, we're not, uh, we're not caring uh, to, to actually make disciples. We're just there to fill pews. And uh, I pray, God, that you direct me and my wife at this time, direct all those people, God, that are I know in the same situation as many of us uh, that are looking for churches, God, or yes. that are hoping our church will repent and uh, we'll preach the whole council and not pull punches, God. Um, but that will speak the truth and love, Lord, um, and that uh, if they don't, that you just put on our hearts, God, where we should go, what we should do at this time, mm-hmm. um, because we don't want to be separate from uh, uh, from the gathering of saints, God. We want, we want to crave your word. We want to be around other believers, Lord, but we're just struggling right now, and I just pray, God, that you make a way as only you can. Let us remain faithful, and I thank you for AFA and uh, just being the church that we need at this time, God, and just Help us, Lord, at this time. Be with us in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Brother Steve. We appreciate you. I I just want to say something. There was something that our brother mentioned, and it was kind of quickly um, mentioned, but we had a conversation um, just this past week in Texas with some friends of ours, and we were talking about the state of the church, and we were talking about the desperate need that we have in the body of Christ, and based on some of the things that they were sharing and some of the things that we were sharing um, I said very quickly what our brother said here, very, uh, it was similar, um, but that, you know, we've been talking about people being called to the streets. You talk about what the various ministries are, but we are in a time right now. And I said this, that, um, man, we need some people called to the church, yeah. that the church is an outreach opportunity right now. Yeah. Like they're, and, and our brother just said, they feel like it's a mission field in their church. Mm. And, and I, I really think that that can characterize a lot of churches that people are in and people are, I, I would say um, they desire to be faithful. They desire to, to, to do what the Lord has called them to do, even while they feel like, man, there's a great um, falling away, mm. but people are not going away. They're mm. still inside the church. So um, anyway, thank you so much to our brother, Steve. We appreciate you calling. Will the great, where do we go next? All right, let's go to Peggy in Florida. Hi, Peggy. Hey guys, I appreciate your show so much. What a blessing. God bless you. Um, I just want to start with Lord Jesus, Master. Forgive us. Forgive me where I feel you. Because it begins with each of us in our own heart. We all have to repent of our own sins. Lord, forgive me where I failed you. Lord, this country needs a victory like Jericho. Wow, you made the victory in such a way that they knew it was only you that could redeem them. And God, our country is in such desperate straits. 
But your book is so true. And all we have to do is look at the word and see you're true and honest to us and just revealing to us what we knew and you knew was already going to happen. Prepare our hearts. Forgive us of our sin. Draw us close to you, Jesus, in your precious name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Peggy. Really appreciate you calling in. Um, I I want to echo um, the return Mm. to God's word. Yes. We cannot ignore what God has clearly laid out for us, what he requires of us, how we are to live and how we are to govern our lives according to his word and that conviction. And I want to say that our sister, as she's praying, that was something that was just really impressed upon my heart, that the return to the word of God has got to be front and center in everything that we're talking about as we humble ourselves before the Lord, that we return to truth. We return to capital T truth in this country again. Amen. Peggy, thank you so much for calling. We appreciate it. Will the Great, where do we go next? Okay, Mike in uh, West Virginia. Hi, Mike. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Hello. Uh, here's something that needs to be prayed about. It's a two-sided thing. On the one side, you have... Ministry leaders telling lies about some things. And on the other side, you have lay people uh, treating lies written by people who are still walking around like the Word of God. Mm. Mm. Okay. Yeah, no, look, and, and I think that would probably... Um, we can pray about that. So. Absolutely, we should. I think it goes back to kind of what I said right before we had you on, brother, um, that we've got to get back to the truth of Scripture. Amen. Do we really believe that God's word is true? You know, this is this is the question that we've got to apply to all of the dilemmas that we face. Mm-hmm. Right. Like so when we have a question of engagement, when we look at where we are as a country and it's like, well, what should I do about this? How should I do one of the things that Willa Great and I have consistently pressed into the heart of our children is that the word of God is totally sufficient for us. Amen. The word of God is totally sufficient. And so you when you are facing circumstances, you're facing situations in this country, as all of us are, we, we see the things happening. The question is, does God's word already speak to this? Mm. So now then how do we apply it? How do we live this out in real time? How do we live the conviction? How do we live in obedience to God's word? So absolutely. I, I, I agree with you. We've got to return. I'm just kind of summarizing here, return to um, the authority of scripture. All right, Will the Great, where do we go next? All right, let's go to Alan. Hi, Alan. Hello. Yes, go ahead. I just wanted to give a prayer to everybody in the country, uh, to our leaders, uh, to everybody who may not be of the same faith that we uh, follow, but, you know, they have their own uh, that uh, their own thing, and... Uh, just wish upon peace upon them and uh, hope that uh, their time is good and we have a good day. Well, thank you so thank much, you, brother. Um, I appreciate you. I, I would just like to pray that for those who don't know Christ in this country, that Amen. their eyes would be open. Amen. And um, while it's still called today in the day that they um, hear the Lord's voice, that they wouldn't harden their hearts, hmm. that they would truly come to faith. I pray for those who are languishing in lies and who have traded truth for a lie, that the Lord would uh, reveal himself to them and that they would receive truth, that their souls would be saved. And I ask that in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen, we're going to take the break. The phone lines are open if you want to pray with us on this, the National Day of Prayer. The number is 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. This is Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. 
We'll take a break and we'll be right back. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Nikki. And I'm Will, and as though with When I Pray. This is Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. Today is the National Day of Prayer, and we are inviting you to pray with us as we um, lament where we are, but petition the Lord, the one who alone is able to remedy our condition. Our country changes um, in as much as the people are changed. Mm, yes. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying, <laughs> right? Because it's. The people, the people are the reason why we are here yes. in this particular state that we are in right now. So we're opening the phone lines, 888-589-8840. We've listed just a few things, kind of like a few prayer points that hopefully as the spirit of God stirs you, you may want to pray about those things about our government from local to federal government, mm-hmm. um, that you want to pray about those in law enforcement. You want to pray about families, about children. You look at what's happening in our country Um, to children. And all of this is on purpose. Pray for families, Mm. pray for marriages. This is a picture. This is our presentation to an onlooking world of Christ in the church. So Mm. we need to pray for healthy marriages. There are a lot of marriages that are struggling that the Lord would have us to intercede for, to stand in the gap. I'm not saying, let me just be clear, not saying call in and give people's names. (laughs) please (laughs) be led by the spirit of God. The spirit of God won't lead you to do that. You know? So (laughs) I just, I trust him. Um, Even if I don't know you, I trust him. Capital H. Um, (laughs) All right. Let's go back to the phone lines. 888-589-8840. Will the great, where where are we headed? All right. Let's go to Margaret in Alabama. Hi, Margaret. Hello. Hello. Go ahead. Oh, I just wanted to pray for our country. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Go right ahead. I I hope next term we get a president that's interested in our country and that's not just interested in um, the woke agenda and making our children into um, weird sexes and confusing our children. Our our country is um, really in trouble and our children in trouble. Mm-hmm. And I just want to pray to the Creator, God, to hopefully next term, if it's not too late, we can get a good president that can heal our country. But as uh, I was looking at Daniel's dream, Neb- you know Nebuchadnezzar's dream, mm-hmm. and we're at the foot of the statue. We're at the um, foot of the statue which is mixed with iron and clay, and there's not much left. Mm. Uh, we're at the very end times of the statue. Mm. Well, Margaret, and why don't you go so, ahead, Margaret, why don't you go ahead and pray specifically for, for the leadership of this country, for the, the future leadership of this country? Um, why, don't, why don't you pray for that specifically? Yes, I want to pray for our leadership because... Um, I can see the leadership we have now is not honest and good. 
And I so, just want to pray in Jesus' yes, name. Go right ahead. A good president. I want to pray in Jesus' name that we get a good president next term. We don't really have a president, I feel like. Okay. Hey, Margaret, you, I tell Margaret. you what, I'm, thank you so much for your call. I really, I feel like <clears throat> um, your conviction there is for leadership. So I'm just going to pray um, with you for, for yeah. leadership. And uh, Will the Great, would yeah, you pray? pray? Okay. Lord, we thank you for um, this great country that you set us in. Lord, we do pray uh, for, for leadership. God, we, play, we pray for the ones that are in leadership now. Pray, Father God, that you would uh, uh, save those who are lost. We pray, Father God, for leadership to come. But God, we pray, God, that you, um, we know that leadership is is picked and selected by the those who are being governed. And so I pray mm-hmm. also for us as the people that there will be morality among the people that would uh, go and vote. And so uh, I pray, God, that uh, we would have a righteous people so that we could have righteous leadership, mm-hmm. God, because we've been wicked as a people and we've... <laughs> gotten wicked leadership so lord i pray god that that would change god that you would draw our hearts god that we would repent for our sins lord and as a result of of the nation coming to you god that we will see leadership that will want to do your will as well so we thank you we praise you in jesus name amen 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 will the great where do we go next all right let's go to uh cj in louisiana hey cj well hello um Thank you so much for taking my call, mm-hmm. and I really appreciate that you all have this uh, day of prayer that we can all pray together. So, mm. Father, I come to you in Jesus. Lord, we have sinned against you. Mm. Oh, Lord, we have sinned against you. We repent, Lord, and we ask in the name of Jesus that you would move in this nation, yes. that you would move upon the people, mm. Father, that you would draw them to your son because without the blood without the shedding of blood there is no remission of sin and father we have these people in office who are dragging our country in the wrong direction but it's not them it's the spirit of the devil that is driving them lord we have allowed ourselves to go so far away from you turn us turn our hearts back to you lord just as you dealt with Pharaoh, just as you dealt with Nebuchadnezzar, you created man with a free will. Father, I pray that by your Holy Spirit, you will deal with everyone who's hearing this prayer, no matter where they are. But, Father, you will touch their hearts, and they will turn. And, Father, that they will call upon the name of the Lord and be saved. Father, protect the children who are being abused and lied to not only in this country but all over the world Mm -hmm. father your word says that satan comes to steal kill and destroy but you have come that we might have life Mm -hmm. and have it more abundantly father i pray that that abundant life that jesus came to give us would just fill and permeate the united states of america and Mm -hmm. the world and the people that's in it Father, that you would hold back the darkness that is that is so choking out this world right now. Mm. That you would hold back the darkness, Father, as it tries to shut down the church, tries to shut down your word, tries to cast you out of every area of our lives. Mm. 
But you cannot be shut down, for you are the only true and living God. Amen. Beside you, there is none other. There is nothing too hard for you. Mm. Father, and we seek your face. We pray and we trust you. And I pray right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, because your word says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I pray that the word of God will begin to spread all over, starting with the mm. churches, starting with the pulpits. Lord, we need revival. Yes, we need change. If not, we're going to die. Mm. This country would not go much longer. Mm. Father, I ask in the name of Jesus, Lord Jesus, come quickly. But there are many that need to be saved. And Father, I pray that they get saved quickly so that Jesus can come back mm. and rapture his church out of here. Amen. Because then, and only then, once we're raptured out, things are changed and the tribulation comes, Jesus will return to this earth and there will be peace. Peace. All right. Thank you, sister. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to just cut in on you here, but we've got some other calls queued up people really wanting to pray as well. So just want to be mindful of that. Um, so we will the great, where do we go now? I know that we have other people in line to pray. Okay. Let's go to Robert in Tennessee. Hi, right, Robert. Yes. How you doing? Will? And Pretty good. Family? Good. Thank God. Thank God. Well, I like to say this right here. Every time that Israel, walked in humility before God, mm -hmm. the Philistines, the Amorites, the Hittites, all of the other nations could not defeat them. Mm. But when Israel turned and went after our gods, God allowed the enemy to come and get them and bring them to repentance. Mm. So I think the responsibility of what's going on in the world today, it lies at the foot of the church. Mm. I believe it loud. I'm talking about the body now, not just mm -hmm. every church in the world. Sure. I'm speaking about the born again believers that believe in Jesus Christ and follow in his word. Yeah. Shall we pray? Father, I want to thank you, Lord Jesus, for this day. It's commemoration of a day of prayer. We ask you, Lord, that you would touch every leader that's carrying your word. Speak to them, draw them closer to you. God, what we have failed you, we know that we have. We ask that you would turn our hearts back to you, back to the Word of God. Mm. Help the body, Lord, the body of Christ to fall in love. Nothing but pacific the Word of God. Mm. Bless this nation and your peoples, wherever they may be. And we ask this in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you all. God bless oh, you. God bless you, brother. Thank you so much for that. Uh, Will the Great, where do we go next? All right, let's go to Lee in uh, Alabama. Hi, Lee. Hello, how are y'all today? Hello. Um, wow, what beautiful prayers. Um, it's hard to follow. I just um, want to just go right behind them and, and pray in agreement in everything that's been said. And thank you for the opportunity to join in prayer with um, followers of Jesus. Lord, you gave us this uh, wonderful command to love you with all of our hearts and all of our mind and all of our soul. And Lord, I ask that as believers, we do this, and we set this example that we do this completely. Mm. And I ask that you just forgive us mm -hmm. for just giving you bits and pieces um, and not giving you that complete heart and complete mind and complete soul. I feel that as believers, if we could we could do that, we would set the example for those that do not know the Lord and for um, those in our country that are lost. I just thank you for the opportunity again to pray 
and thank you for um, all that you do. Thank you so much. God bless you, Lee. Thank you so much for calling in to pray. We appreciate you. Will the Great, where do we go next? All right, let's go to Debbie in Arkansas. Hi, Debbie. Hi. How are you? Doing good. Uh, Good. I'm glad. I love you guys. Oh, thank you. God bless bless you. you every day. When I'm uh, going to pick up my granddaughters from school, but sorry, I didn't want to get emotional, but I just wanted to mostly pray for the parents of this country. Mm. Yes. And the grandparents the children and grandchildren, that we Mm. as parents and grandparents would have the wisdom and knowledge that the good Lord has given us to read His Word. So we therefore can teach our children and show them God's mercy Mm -hmm. and that that, nothing else in the world, that they would be protected the hearts that this is not all there is. Mm. And therefore, maybe they could be, you know, shine their light to their friends, but I just want parents and grandparents to be able to discern and read the Word of God to their children and grandchildren so that they will know they're loved forever and always and protect us and keep us as parents, keep our children safe from this world. It's really scary for parents and children. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Thank Amen. you so much, Debbie. Will the Great, where do we go next? Okay, let's see. Let's go to Amy in North Carolina. Hi, Amy. Hi. Hi. Love you guys. I'll make Hello. it quick. I wanted to say I agree with um, what Nikki said about, you know, just recognizing that, no, we're not supposed to be pursuing happiness. Mm. We're actually supposed to be seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Mm. and allowing him to add to us what we need, right? Amen. So Amen. That has gotten us into trouble. But I did want to pray and say that um, we, we, we need to remember, and uh, someone said it, that it's, a lot of this is resting on the true body of Christ. And the, Lord sa- the, the, the Word says in Second Chronicles 7.14, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray, and turn from their wicked ways. We're to be seeking his face mm-hmm. and turning from our wicked ways. It says, then he will hear from heaven and forgive our sins, and he will heal the land, mm-hmm. right? And I just want to pray that the Lord's will be done. Your kingdom come, Lord God. Mm-hmm. Your will be done in the name of Jesus. We lift and exalt you high above all that the enemy is trying to do. For we know that you are the great king, the great God, and we recognize you and set you up as the great I am. Mm -hmm. And, Lord God, we worship you and we thank you that you are doing a work in your people and that your will will be done in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Amy, thank you so much. I appreciate that. You know, I think maybe we can squeeze in. Oh, that's it. Is that it? Okay. Amy was the last one. Okay, well, then I would like to close out our time in prayer and um, just some of the requests that we've mentioned but have not specifically prayed regarding. I want to pray for our law enforcement officers. I want to pray for those who are putting their lives on the line uh, daily in this country without the respect, without the admiration that they once had. 
I pray, Lord God, that you would protect your people, that you give them many opportunities to share who you are, Lord. I pray that you would protect their families as well. I ask this in the name of the Lord Jesus. Again, I lift up marriages to you, those that are struggling, those that are in trouble, Lord God, that you would strengthen those marriages. Lord, help us not to live for ourselves, but to live for your glory. Again, all of the leadership all across this country, Lord God, I pray that you would bring conviction back to these houses that have so much power that they would use it responsibly, that you would glorify yourself in this country once again, Mm. in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Until tomorrow, Lord willing. God bless.